ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeed. This is the WCHL Podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry, and on the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all of the world. It is Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the people. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, before we hit record, we are talking about the cold weather that was getting ready to blast this part of the United States. Oh, man. And you said you are ready. You're prepared for it. I am ready. I have spent the past day and a half collecting all my cold weather gear and all that. I am ready to go. I am not. I'm ready to crawl under a blanket and stay as warm <laughs> as I can possibly stay. Holy crap, Ola bars. It's going to be cold. It's going to get good. But you know what that means? It's hockey weather. It's hockey weather. It's hockey weather. Andrew, happy new year. Happy 2024. Yes, the yes, first yes. podcast for us in 2024 um have you andrew have you made any resolutions for the new year yeah uh the only thing that i've done in this new year is try to keep my uh eyes open and not fall asleep when i'm walking somewhere (laughs) (laughs) i mean pretty high bar you got there andrew (laughs) (laughs) yes it is Uh, right now yes it is a high bar (laughs) oh geez so how is how is that we i'm I'm sure you're saying that because we have a little baby at home who's keeping you up all night long Uh, he's he's doing good he's not keeping us up too bad yeah has he uh already started uh you know spending your money oh he he did that like a year ago (laughs) (laughs) but i mean come on he hasn't asked for your wallet the keys of the car yet has he well he might as well i mean yeah might as well (laughs) yeah all right, all right. So yeah. little Oliver's still getting along just fine. He is doing great. Yep. Yeah. Now, was he the first baby born uh, in the uh, in the new year here in rural Oklahoma where we live? Well, he might have been the the he, only he baby. Might have been the first baby born in December. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'm just asking because <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we are kind of out in the boonies. It's not really a hockey area, so no. It's you know, just ask the people. Yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of uh, teepees and uh, flatlands and you know crazy <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah, I didn't didn't know. You know, your, your wife might be the only woman around in about 40, 50 square miles. So yeah, we we brought him home and draped in a in a leather cloth. You know, with a, yeah. With a little squirrel hat, you know, squirrel tail hanging off the back of his fur hat, and the, yeah, <laughs> all, all, little Oliver Crockett major curve, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Well, Andrew, we've had uh, the the ACHA. They've started up playing games again, and so I'm going to give you a choice. How Go would you, how would you rather start? Would you rather start about talking about the games that just played, or would you rather talk about the ranking that just came out as a result of those games that got played? <laughs> They, uh, we should probably talk about the games first, right? So we don't spoil the rankings. There we go. Let's do that. Let's talk about the games because we had four teams start up. Actually, five teams start up here this past weekend. Um, they started off 2024. The sprint, isn't it hard to believe there's only like four or five weeks left before <laughs> it's time for uh, us to figure out the teams that are going to nationals? It's you know it's weird. You know, we've talked about it before. I think the uh, you know in December you get that last or that first weekend of December with the games. You know you're talking about it. And you're like oh, you know nationals. It's it, the end of February, first of March. Blah 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 blah. You know it's so far away. And then the first week of games, you're like, oh by the way, there's only like four weeks of, of hockey left, and then we're in exactly. nationals already. Exactly. Right? It's like whoa, hang on, like. Are we in a like time continuum or something or what? You know, it's wild. It's I mean, you you get through Christmas, you get through New Year's, and then all of a sudden you're like, dang, we got five week is five weeks of hockey, and <laughs> uh, the sprint is on. I know, right? It's weird. It's like it, you go into Christmas break, and it's like, oh, that's so far away. And then you come out of Christmas break, and it's like, oh my god, I'm like where are we? You know. <laughs> well, let's start off with um, the WCHL games that mattered um because there are conference games all the games matter but these were conference games arizona state traveled over to arizona ice arcadia and played grand canyon uh for the this is the first um of four games in a row between these two teams yeah, they'll have some good blood going by then yeah you would think so 
And uh, Andrew, Grand Canyon ends up with a sweep here over the Sun Devils, four to three on Friday and six to three on Saturday. Yeah, a little close one on Friday night, but then Grand Canyon comes out and takes care of business on Saturday, right? And I mean the 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 key and and how about this? I'm going to give it up to Grand Canyon because on Friday night they broadcast their game on YouTube so that everybody can watch it for free. And they did an excellent job. It was on something called Varsity Sports 2. They did an excellent job with their broadcast. Saturday, they put it on Black Dog. Game (laughs) might might as well have not existed. (laughs) But but, so, so I watched the Friday game, did not watch the Saturday game. The Friday game, Arizona State actually led the game. They were they were up after the two periods of play. It was three to two, and they had a lead, and then they just gave up the ghost in the third period. It was like, yeah. oh wow, what happened? That's Grand Canyon, one of those teams that just doesn't go away. Right, they're constantly nipping at your ankles. Grand Canyon, they've they've got a player. Uh, this number forty. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher this first name, Michaelo Simchuk. And he had a hat trick on Friday night. He scored the, like I said, going into the third period, it's three to two ASU. And you're thinking, okay, ASU is just going to cruise on through. They got 20 more minutes to go. Simchuk comes out and scores like in the first 20, 25 seconds of the period. Boom, ties it up. You're like, oh, here we go. And then he sets up the power play goal with, you know, with eight or nine minutes to go in the game. And, you know, the the one that put Grand Canyon ahead for the rest of the game. Incredible. Yep. What a comeback yeah. by the Lopes. Yeah. Yeah. They, we've talked about them before. You know, they're just constantly there, right? Yep. And then uh, and then the, the next day, I mean, kind of a similar story. ASU takes a lead in the first period. They're up uh, two to one. But Grand Canyon then scores all of the next, you know, they scored five goals yeah, in the next just- two periods and just absolutely waxed ASU. <laughs> Just, just rolled them off. Yeah, the, uh, I was I was stunned when I saw that six three score come across Twitter. I was like, "Whoa, hang on a second. Yeah, I mean, what just, did I just see? Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. And 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 both teams ended up scoring shorties uh, in, in that Saturday game. So Grand Canyon had a shorthanded goal. They also had like three power play goals. Um, and Arizona State ended up uh, scoring a shorthanded. How about this? Arizona State on the weekend zero power play goals, two shorties. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly what you're looking for, but you know, yeah. whatever, whatever works, I guess. Right? Whatever worked. Well, it didn't work because, well, uh, yeah, sure. It didn't work. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got the, they got the goal, but they did not get the win. Arizona uh, state. It's, um, it's kind of a, a bittersweet thing because Arizona state's goaltender, their number one goaltender throughout the fall semester, chase ham got called up to the NCAA team over the break and so he's going to stay the rest of the semester with the ncaa uh arizona state team which means the wchl asu team is now looking for somebody to step up and they've got uh you know they've got eric garber they've got a a a little goaltender this uh bonaldi kid um who's he's tiny he's small but boy he's fast and he's uh he transferred to them from some D three school. I forget where it was. Where it was, I'll have to look it up. But uh, you could tell they're trying to find out. They played Benaldi one night and Garber the next, so they're trying yeah. to find uh, their, their new number one. You gotta, you gotta find the guy that has the mentality of just the next man up, right? Ham, yeah. Ham's gone, so who's gonna be the who's gonna be the guy that take the reins and and run with it, right? It's just a tough time to be a tough time of the season to be trying to find that guy. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I say it's bittersweet. You're happy for for Chase that he's able he got pulled up to the to the big leagues. Um, I mean, he's the second goaltender from really? uh, yeah from ASU to get called. Well, it was our well, yeah 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 yeah. Oh God, here I'm gonna I'm gonna forget this. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed here. Um. Yeah. Uh, because we talked about it last time. We, yes. We yes. Yeah. Oh God, I'm I'm gonna get just killed here. <laughs> By this, um, oh well, whatever. I'll 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 figure out the name here in a second. Arizona State fans, reach out to me. I'll give you his uh, Perry's personal email address. You, you, you know, so you send know, all hate mail. <laughs> you, you know that you know the sad part is the um, uh, oh, the sad part, Andrew. Is we had the gentleman. It's like Brandon. God, I've gotten. I, I'm 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 stunned that I forgot the name. 
Yeah, no, it's it's on the tip of your tongue and you it just is. won't come out, right? It is. It absolutely is. And I've, <laughs> we've had him on the podcast, and I'm embarrassed that he might listen to the podcast. And I'm just telling you what I'm I'm I'm, I'm embarrassed. So uh, oh well, we'll hey we'll figure it out. Yeah, we can figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so, anyways, the uh, here you know what I'm going to scroll through. Uh, let's see if we can't get down to the 2021. That's probably the COVID year when nobody played. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to find that. Oh, well. Whatever. It, I'm, you know, I can see it right now because he, remember after he got called up to the Arizona um, Arizona State D1 team, and he laid out all the goodies uh, yeah. all, um, right in his apartment, and it was like Christmas. Yeah. Oh, holy oh, here. I'm going to, I'm so embarrassed. You couldn't even hardly see the floor from all the stuff, right? Yeah, I mean it was just insane. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up and let's see if I can't. God, and of course the internet is failing me right now. It must be so cold outside. <laughs> it's so cold. It yeah. It's so cold. Everything's frozen up. All right. So, anyways, Grand Canyon goes, and uh, we. This is a scintillating podcast information. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you know, here. Let's wait. Let's listen to Perry while he tries to find Google. While he's embarrassed to find. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, here. You know what? Here, just pulled up. Hold on. Let me, uh, see if I get lucky here. God. Not Not rinsing past passing a chuck. Oh God. Where do they go? Oh, well, anyways, um, God, you know what? Anyways, the, um, uh, so Grand Canyon ends up sweeping ASU. They get to move up in the, um, in the, uh, standings in the WCHL standings that they're the, in fact, they flip-flop with ASU. ASU was ninth. Now they're 10th. Grand Canyon was 10th. Now they're ninth. So that worked out well for the, for the Lopes. They sweep two from ASU. And like we said, ASU and Grand Canyon play again this week, um, this time at Tempe. So it should be interesting. I, I thought I heard on the broadcast that this that Grand Canyon has now beat Arizona State six times in a row. Really? Isn't that crazy? That doesn't seem like that, does it? It sure doesn't seem like that, but hey, what can you do? All right. Uh, hey, the next, uh, let's go out of state. Um, not out of state, but out of... Uh, uh, out of conference. Out of conference, yep. And the number one team in the nation, the Minot State Beavers, went to Las Vegas to take on the oh. Skating Rebels. Holy smokes, there's a there's a top five battle right there with uh, number yeah. one versus number five. And Andrew, how do you think that one worked out? They, uh, well, you know, I'm going to say that it probably went towards why not Minot. Why not Minot ended up sweeping both games. But, however, they were uh, they were both pretty good little games. Uh, well, at least, how about this? The first one was a pretty good little game. The second one was just a regular Minot whitewash, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, what was it? Five nothing or something like it was, that? Yeah. So Minot State ends up beating um, uh, UNLV on Friday by a score of five to four, but it was in a shootout. And yeah. uh, Minot State had to, they scored the only two goals in the shootout. Um, but UNLV, it, it was a back and forth affair. UNLV, it was three tied three to three after the, uh, after the second, yeah. After the second period, Minot State gets a goal to, uh, about four or five minutes into the third. And then big number 44 for UNLV, Matias Dalmonte ends up tying the game with a power play goal, uh, with, uh, I don't know, another three or four minutes left in the period. To, uh, to 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 tie the game and send it in overtime had some everybody had some good chances but um, uh, oh well it was um, it, it, it nobody could score there in overtime and then it went to uh, the shootout and ASU uh, ASU Minot State scored the um, scored the two uh, goals and UNLV didn't score any of the goals and boom that was all she wrote yeah yeah that was all she wrote the uh it wasn't this didn't my not just get done playing like three 
D one like NCAA D one games. They did. They they had ju- they had traveled to Denver to take on uh, Colorado College down in Colorado Springs, and yeah. also to take on uh, University of Denver. So they took on like basically the number twenty team in the NCAA and the number one team in the NCAA. Oh. Yeah, Good. lost lost both those games. You know there was some. I'll, how about this? There was some tool bag on uh, on on. Uh, Facebook. I I help out just as an aside. I help out the ACHA with running their Facebook page. Yeah, there was some tool bag. We posted uh, an article about how Minot State's going to challenge themselves, go to Colorado to play these two NCAA teams. This idiot comes back and says, "Ah, it's going to be double digit wins. Going to be do- uh, double digit losses. You know, <laughs> what, what a what a waste of time." And I, I being the smart aleck I am, I said, "Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I said you're right. We're just going to call Minot right now. You know, we're just going to tell them that Joe said." You know, it's not worth it. So, why not yeah. go ahead and turn back around and head back to North Dakota? You're yeah, right. Don't don't even mess with it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know me, I can't I, I can't leave well enough alone. <laughs> so, oh, the Colorado College beats um, beats uh, ASU. Uh, God, I've got yeah. ASU on my mind. Andrew, not, yeah, Andrew. Okay, before before we go, Bronson Moore. That's what I'm trying to think of. Bronson, Bronson Moore. Moore. Yeah. Goaltender, friend of the pod, Bronson. I apologize desperately that I forgot your name. Bronson Moore. That's right. Okay. So, uh, anyways, Colorado College beats Minot State on Friday night, whenever it is, and they beat him. I don't know what was it, seven to one, seven to yeah, two. They- Says it was it wasn't close, but it wasn't it wasn't disgraceful. There we go. So I posted that on the ACH. I said, "Hey, Joe, look at that! Where, it's not double digits." Yeah, where's the double digits? I said, "Better." I said, "Guess we can't take you to Las Vegas, right? You're no, you, you don't have any good luck." And people people start, you know, if they start piling on after the day two, Denver beats Minot nine to three. I yeah. go, oh, look at this. Another, yeah. another not double-digit loss. Yeah, hang on. What's going on here? Yeah, geez, I guess, you know, and, and I say, hey, props to props to Colorado College and to Denver for playing the games. Yeah, because they didn't have to. Props to Minot for challenging themselves. And then, you know, you can go suck an egg, buddy, because... Yeah, 100%. You know, these guys are, are, are they don't have to do this, and, but they're out here challenging themselves. And here you are being a keyboard commando. And uh, so, anyways, you know, we're not taking you to Las Vegas. You know, don't listen to any of your shitty predictions anymore. Oops, sorry, I <laughs> yeah. said that. I, I'm probably going to put an E on this. So, I was getting worked up. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, so I, I posted that. And you know what the tool bag does? Oh, it probably blocks you. No, no, even better. Even better. He doesn't block me. He hmm. he deletes his first Oh, thing where he, where he said, oh, double-digit loss is coming. Why even bother? He deletes come it. So on. all the other responses from me and all the other Minot parents, you know, giving it to him are all disappeared. What a loser. That's what I thought. What a loser. Anyways, so yeah. yes, all of that, Andrew, to say that, yes, Minot went to Colorado to play games. <laughs> they lost them, but they went there before they played Las Vegas. Oh, what a, what a ding-dong. What a ding dong is right. So, anyways, uh, UNLV and Minot uh, State, number one and number five, a great little rivalry uh, bl- blossoming. It's it's been going on now for the past two or three years. Yes. Minot takes game one, five to four in a shootout, and then they just they let there was no dice. The, I mean, there yeah, was there. no doubt on on they, the Saturday. It was five. It was four to nothing after two. It was they're up four four nothing. They were they piled on and yeah they did. They're ready to go home. Yeah, they they were like, we're we're gonna we're none of this, you know, jelly goofing around, you know. Yeah, I, I, I better watch it because I'm getting wired. I'm, I almost <laughs> said another word. So got uh, you, got you fired up now. Yeah, we might have to put an e on this one, Andrew. I don't know. Let's hope not. <laughs> All right. So Minot <laughs> goes in and sweeps UNLV, and you know what? I don't think those are bad losses for UNLV. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I know. Played the what the number one team. I mean, that's hey. Hey, it's could a, be, it's a loss and a tie. Worse. It's a loss yeah. and a tie. Could be far worse, right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Vince, I'm going to blow this name because yeah, I want to call it Benedetto, but I know it's Benedetto. Uh, yeah. Vince Benedetto was in net both nights for uh, for UNLV, and I thought uh, did well for, uh, for for the Skating Rebels. So, uh, hey, good for them. It looks like they're... Uh, you know, I think they can build off of that, and um, oh, yeah. you know, they can. These guys just played NCAA. They're you know they're the number one team, and we hung with them. We we can go toe to toe with those guys, and uh, you know they're also not giving out any trophies in January, so we yeah. know we can hang with these guys. 
We'll That's see him right. again in March. That's right. Yeah. All right, Andrew, um, let's go to locally here. Iowa State reborn, coming out of the ashes of their uh, of their program. They were killed by their university last year. They did not play last year. So they're basically trying to uh, resurrect their program. They came to UCO for two games. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Friday was, they might as well, I mean, that was ugly. <laughs> They should have stayed names. <laughs> 12 to 1, UCO oh. beats Iowa State on Friday night. Now, the, the, the next game, to Iowa State's credit, was a little bit better, 4 to 1. Yeah. Uh, but no. 16 to 2 on the weekend, yikes. Uh, yeah, four goals in the first on Friday night, seven goals in the third. It's like, ugh, what, hey, what, is, what 10, is going on? 10 different scorers for UCO. 10 different guys got on the on the score genos for UCO. How, how about this one? UCO scores 12 goals. Iowa State had 18 shots on goal. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, that's a good one. Yikes. Yeah. I, it's, uh, yeah, and, and only one – and for, for, uh, for UCO, you would think that UCO being a big powerhouse that they are – that they would have, you know, out of those 12 goals that, you know, six or seven would be power play goals. No, one. Mm-mm. Yeah, one. just just let them have it. How quickly do you think the officials recognize that uh, this game is getting out of hand? We're not going to call anything else. Yeah, just let's get out of here, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks like they did a couple of matching things, and then they're like, yeah, okay, we're, we're going home. Yeah, let's get out of here. Run the clock, baby. Run the clock. Uh, All right. So Doug Wakeland gets the uh, win in net for UCO on Friday, the 12 to 1, 18 shot uh, uh, win. And then Austin mm-mm. Madge makes an appearance in net yeah. for UCO on Saturday. Uh, to he, he gets the W for uh, the Saturday 4 to 1 victory. Did pretty good. Uh, he Austin Madge comes to UCO from Oregon. And, uh, yeah, how about this? UCO is, they've got, uh, they're pretty set at, at goaltender. They, they've got some depth there, right? They do have some depth. They've got that number, that Russian 33, Artem Langtuk, I think is how you say his name. They've got uh, their number one there in Doug Wakeland. They've got this Austin Madge who can play. I mean, they've got some good competitive they, depth going on there. They, they've got the next guy up, right? They sure do. Now, you just got to hope that they didn't, you know, use up all their goals for the spring semester that weekend. <laughs> right. You got to hope they've got some more in reserve. Yeah, I mean, 16 in two games. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. But I mean, they just, they, you know, in the game two, it's four to one, but it wasn't even that close. I mean, it was three, no, to, it was, three to nothing after the first. Yeah. I was going to say three, nothing. Right game was over. Go. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. They just, should've. they just managed the game after that. Should have stayed names. <laughs> well, hey, it's you know what? Give Iowa State credit for coming down and uh, wanting to take on all all comers. It's, uh, but well, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's amazing that they got on the road. It is amazing that they got on the road, and uh, hey. yeah. How about I this? Their head coach. I I haven't met him. I sh- maybe I should have gone up there to meet him. It's nah. a guy named Guan Wang. No, that's a name. Yeah, how do you go from out in this is I, I you know what I'm not going to say it um, because I know that I know that Iowa State has a has a heavy history with uh, a heavy relationship with the Chinese national team. They would come in and skate their names for a couple of uh, weeks before their season got going. So yeah, maybe Guan uh, ended up loving AIM so much that he stuck around. That he just stayed. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? I just thought it was wild. I'd never never heard that before. So yeah, I had. How about that? I'm going to get myself in trouble. So let's move on. Um, <laughs> University of Mary went to my favorite place in all the world, Fort Collins, oh, and boy. took on the CSU Rams, the gold, the Knights of the Golden Green is what they call them, Andrew. Mm. University of Mary, a number six or seven team in the nation. Colorado State, number 36 or seven in the nation. And Andrew, the Colorado State Rams come away with a two to nothing victory on Friday on Saturday, and then they repeat or they 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 turn around less than twenty four hours later, and on Sunday afternoon they beat Mary by a score of four to one to sweep the weekend. How about that, Alex Ladkowski, a podcast guest, 
here over the over the uh, winter break. Score he breaks. It was zero zero. I had to look, Andrew, because I was watching that game. Thank, you know what? And thanks to the CSU um, uh, broadcast crew, volunteers for putting the games on. They didn't have to put the games on. School isn't in session, but they still found a way to broadcast the games on YouTube. Oh, good for them. Well, I, I was looking at it, and I'm like, that can't be zero. They're not updating the score. It yeah. can't be zero, zero. And every now and then, the camera would pan over, and it would see uh, the, the scoreboard, and I would say zero, zero. And yeah. then big old number 19 uh, you know, says, I'll take care of this, and scores with about, uh, what, eight minutes into the period? And there yeah. they go. That Off was it. Running. That was all they needed. Then they got an empty netter. And, Off and running. But I'm telling you what, Andrew, I think, and, and, and then the next day was, was sim- something similar. CSU got a goal in, in each of the first three periods, and then they got another empty netter. Um, but the, the, I think it's fair to say that the um, star of the weekend for CSU was goaltender Sam Simon. Yep. Had 44 shots on Saturday, stopped all 44. Had 49 shots against him on Sunday, stopped 48 of 49. I mean, that, uh, that's a pretty what? fair, that's a good percentage, I'd say. <laughs> if your goaltender's playing like that for you, you better win, right? Yeah. I mean, here, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to do some quick math here. Hold on. Carry the, the yeah. that's, that's 92 of 93 shots, Andrew. <laughs> that's, that's not bad, is it? That's not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, you know Mary got on the on their bus all the way back to uh, North Dakota, going, "What the heck just happened?" Yeah, what just happened to us? Well, who was that kid, right? Oh man, the uh... and and here's here's the funny thing, Andrew. Those games almost didn't happen. Those really? games almost. Oh yeah, there's there. I'll you know can't give all the inside skinny the the dirty details, but let's just say those games were at one point canceled. Oh boy! And then they were uh, put back on the schedule because after some uh, discussions with um, uh, the ACHA. Ooh. I know. So Mary was uh, Mary at one point uh, at, shortly after Christmas, before New Year's. Mary had five games on their schedule to start the new year. They were going to play Friday night against Division Two Metro State Denver. They're going to play Saturday, Sunday against Colorado State, and then they're going to play the following Saturday, Sunday, uh, the following Friday, Saturday against Northern Illinois in their conference, right? The MCH, my yep. the B conference. Yep. At one point, all five of those games were canceled. Oh Lord. Yes. Now, thankfully for the University of Mary, three of those five games got put back on the schedule. <laughs> so, uh, so they got to play uh, the three games in Colorado. Now they lost two of them. But, yeah. uh, but huh, anyways, uh, uh, what a deal. And I'm sure the Colorado state is now f- absolutely freaking happy that those games did not get scrubbed and that they were right. able to play those games. That's right. Yikes. But what do we, what do we always say about Colorado state? They're hard to play against. They're a good don't, little team. Yeah. Don't They're sleep sneaky. on them. They're yeah. sneaky. Yeah. Don't sleep on them. Right. Yep. Yep. They're, uh, they're sneaky, sneaky good. They can, now here's here's the deal, and we'll talk about it when they um, when, when they uh, when we talk about the upcoming games this weekend. But in the in the fall, remember CSU went to Arizona State and swept a very good Arizona State team, stunned them. Yep. And then they the following weekend they went out to San Diego State, who is like 180th out of 72 teams in the SHA. <laughs> yeah. And got smoked in two games. <laughs> yes, yeah. So they 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 were they were rock stars one weekend, and then they went out and they were just Not, rocks. Yes, yeah. And so let's hope that they were rock stars last weekend against Mary. Let's hope they're not just rocks but, yeah, against they, Oregon when they go to play Oregon. So let's hope they can carry that over again, right? Yeah. All right, so hey, as a result, uh, we, we you already talked about the WCHL standings at the top. It's UNLV at the top. Central Oklahoma is right behind them. It's the race for the conferences down to those two teams, I think. Yeah. Utah's in third. Arizona's in fourth. Missouri State, Colorado State, Oklahoma, Colorado. They're, uh, what is that? That's three through eight. And Grand Canyon, by uh, virtue of their sweep over ASU, Grand Canyon moves up to ninth, and ASU is now down in 10th place. 
All right, Andrew, let's, uh, let me hit a, a horn and, uh, let's see what we can't come back with and talk about some other things. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we got time for a few questions here. We got a plane to catch. Johnny, another tough loss for the club. Fans throwing their jerseys on the ice. Tell us what went wrong out there. We got to have four lines banging, banging bodies all night long, uh, getting pucks out, keeping it simple. Mike, this loss puts you guys in the last place in the West. The coach's job is on the line. What's the solution here? Well, you know, we can start by staying out of the box. You know, play a disciplined game out there, pretty simple stuff. Uh, but we're frustrated here right now. We're a frustrated bunch. Uh, you know, it's too bad that uh, that someone's got to wear it, and it's usually the coach. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's up to uh, the guys in this room to uh, get pucks deep, get pucks in the net, and uh, win some hockey games. Johnny, you were recently photographed in a Florida strip club snorting cocaine off a transvestite prostitute's breasts. What's the story there? Four lines. Four lines. Four lines of cocaine? You gotta have, like I said, four lines banging all night long, banging bodies. Doing the little things right. Mike, where does your, um, this is off topic, I know, but uh, where does your sexual preference tend towards men? Um, would you like to speak to that? No, you can't always be in the box, you know. can't spend all your time in the box. It's like I said, uh, you know, this game is all about uh, finding those holes one way or another. You know, finding those pockets out there. So, you know, we got to uh, just keep working hard, get uh, get pucks deep, get pucks in the net, and, uh, you know, win some hockey games. Johnny, true, you mm. admitted yourself to a Colorado hospital with a gerbil inside your anal cavity. Well, you got to get it out, right? Uh, you got to clear your own zone. Uh, you get in trouble, you gotta get those pucks high hard off the glass. Mike, rumor is that there's a sexually transmitted fungal infection going on amongst the coaching staff. Who's to blame for that? Ultimately, it's on the players. Uh, ultimately, it's on the guys in this room. It's where it starts. Uh, it's like I said, you know, it's too bad that somebody's gotta wear it. It's usually the coach. But, uh, you know, we got a good group of guys in this room, a group of guys who likes to bounce back after something like that. So, uh, you know, ultimately, it's on the players to uh, get pucks deep. Get pucks deep. Get pucks in the net. Get pucks in the net. And, uh, and win some hockey games. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey, Chance. Let's do it. Andrew, I'm telling you what. I hit a button, and I didn't realize it was that long letter Kenny type thing. <laughs> so I apologize for the listeners that had to put up with number one, me already. I mean, they've already suffered enough with me trying to Google Bronson Moore's name. Okay. And then they got to, I hit the button and they got to do like a two minute letter. Kenny riff. The sad, the sad part is I was watching something on ESPN sports center recently and I could have sworn it was that thing live because I just heard some guy from like Tampa Bay talking about, yeah, you just got to get pucks deep, get to the net. And I'm thinking, oh my God, those Letterkenny guys were right on the money, weren't they? You're like, hang on a second here. What's going on? Yeah. Is this my podcast? Oh no. Uh, yeah. I've, uh, got, I've got guys that are at work that aren't even hockey guys. And they, uh, they're like, oh, you got to watch this show. It's called uh, Letterkenny. <laughs> it's hysterical. And I'm like, oh God, like whatever. They're just trying to get on your good side, Andrew. They they figured yeah. out, Andrew, they that you're a hockey guy. Oh, uh-huh. And so they're trying to get on your good side. They, they are mistaken. <laughs> Andrew, we had the rankings come out. The rankings have started up again. The computer, we turned it off for the holidays. So we had to wake the hamster up again, and we had to give him a new, a new little round, a wheel of cheese, so that he can get us through the end of this semester. The hamster uh, kicked out some rankings on this past Wednesday, and seven WCHL teams are in the top twenty-five. How about that? That's incredible. That's in- for a ten-team conference. Seven. I mean, that's almost one third of the rankings come from oh. one t- conference with a terrible commissioner. And what do you got? All ten teams are in the top half, the top thirty-five of the conference. Out of, uh, what, that, that's right. Yeah, out of seventy-two. That's right. All ten teams are in the top half. The worst-ranked team is thirty-four. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Let's do it. Central Oklahoma stays at number three. Uh, you would, you know, you would think after winning sixteen or two over the weekend, you'd move up. But you know what? At the top of the pyramid, there's not an awful lot of room to move. No, you're, they're bunched up there. Yeah, especially after Minot State uh, won and tied against the number five team UNLV. So Central Oklahoma's three. UNLV is number five. Arizona stays at number fourteen. Utah moves up two spots to fifteen. Missouri State moves up a spot to number 19. Colorado State, coming off their sweep of you, Mary, moves up 12 spots from 35 to 23. That's that's an impressive move right there. Especially where we are in the season. 
Right? I would say we're kind of late, not late into it, but we're you know late enough into the computer ranking that that's a big jump. There you go. And Andrew, your Oklahoma Sooners are number twenty four in uh, the rankings. It's been it's been a long time since they've been in the top twenty five. Got that right. Um, so, and then the computer says Grand Canyon would be number 27. Arizona state has tumbled to number 30 and Colorado is number 34. So, uh, WCHL is still by far and away the, uh, the best conference in the, uh, ACHA. And that's not just me, you know, blowing smoke up anybody's skirt. That's the computer <laughs> talking. Um, just simply because we do have so many teams in the, uh, upper echelon of the, uh, of, of the rankings. 10, 10 out of 35. There you go. The number one team is still Minot. Number two is Adrian. Then we Central is number three. Jamestown is number four. And UNLV is number five. Those five teams stayed the same. Uh, the biggest movers, uh, Maryville dropped two spots. Mary dropped three spots after getting swept. And then uh, what do we say? Who else here? Um, you, you know what? Surprisingly, Iowa State, after getting pasted, after getting absolutely waxed, they only dropped one spot from 21 to 22. <laughs> Here, another Facebook story, Andrew. There's a smart aleck out of the Tulsa area. He used to be associated with uh, UCO hockey uh, at some point. He said on Facebook, well, you guys, every, uh, Iowa State is still ranked after uh, getting blasted by UCO. You guys must desperately want them to, to to do well. You guys must, you know, are jimmying with the rankings to get them in. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, you, you found us out there, buddy. Yeah, I figured it out. Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> turn turn the lights out and go home. They I, figured you know, it out. I, I, felt like, I felt like at the end of the Scooby-Doo commercials where, you know, the kids come up and they just pull the mask off my face. <laughs> yeah. I would have gotten away with it hadn't it been yeah. for you scraggling Facebook commentators. <laughs> yeah. They figured this out. Turn, turn the lights out, go home, shut it down. They figured it out. Uh, all right, Andrew. We uh, are six weeks away from, uh, five weeks away, actually, from, from nationals, from figuring out the teams for nationals. And um, they're going to be, if but using these rankings, uh, there's going to be two bumps. And guess who the two teams are that are going to get bumped out of the tournament? Uh, two WCHL teams at there you the go. tail end of the 25 teams. There you go. Colorado State and Oklahoma. Welcome to the top 25. Your console, your prize is you get bumped. Yeah, that's so. kind of stinky, but hey. Well, hey, they've got a chance to move up. So, uh, yeah, so yeah no, just keep. No worries. Just keep doing your thing, right? Keep plugging. Um, so if we were to have nationals today, Minot State, number one, would play the winner of Pittsburgh versus Illinois State. You know, Andrew, we might need to have police again at the Illinois State pit. Um, Illinois, who did Illinois State play last time? Was it Robert Morris? They played. Yeah, I, think, I believe so. Yeah, and there was there was there was almost a fight in the stands. We had to call the police <laughs> into the rink. There almost a fight in the stands because Illinois State brought in like all the parents brought in all the beer. Um, and uh, then there was also a fight apparently down in the locker room, and then there was also apparently a fight uh, between parents up in the uh, food court. So uh, yeah, the uh, can you imagine Pittsburgh versus Illinois State? Oh. I mean, we had to just I had to just bring a bell and go ding ding ding. Yeah, let it go, let her let her rip. Yeah. All right, so Minot State would get the winner of sixteen seventeen. That's Pitt Illinois State. Adrian. Number two would get the winner of Utah versus Indiana Tech. That's that's a nice little that's a nice little second round matchup there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Now here's this is this is kind of the stinky one, right? Yeah, it is. Arizona fourteen would play number nineteen Missouri State in the first round, and the winner of that gets to play Central Oklahoma. Yeah, winner winner. Come on, we don't. That, I mean, at the end of that day, th- two of the three WCHL teams are out. That's no yeah, fair. Yeah, you're gone, right? I, I'm gonna have to talk to the scriptwriters at the ACHA about that one. Uh, whoever's jacking around the rankings to get uh, Iowa State in there, they need to fix this too. Yeah, I mean they didn't think it through, did they? Mm-mm. Not number, at all. Number four, Jamestown would play the winner of Grand Valley State in Delaware. Eh, that really doesn't do much for me. No, no. Number five, UNLV would play the winner of Calvin versus Westchester. Ah, uh, here again, not doesn't do much for me. You know what? I, I when I was talking with Matias Del Monte over the break, and we put his part of his podcast on. Andrew, did you listen to that? 
<laughs> we had a power surge and it knocked out the first 30 minutes of me talking to the poor kid. <laughs> so I lost. We had great, the kid was like telling me all the great secrets of UNLV hockey and how we do things. And, you know, I was, we, we were in agreement. I was telling him to, you know, embrace the, the black hat mentality, the villain mentality. And boom, it was like all of a sudden a, a sign from above. Just said, nope, not so fast. Yeah, I just shocked the hell out of my little uh, SD card and zapped, I mean, literally blew the power out uh, here huh. at the uh, at the uh, expansive and uh, uh, just, you know, gorgeous yeah, the, uh, WCHL podcast studios. Yeah, it's the sprawling Perry Estates. The spra- sprawling, <laughs> that's exactly it. The sprawling Perry Estates. As I, <laughs> as I sit here surrounded by, by my son's childhood stuff. My, my son is 28, going to be 28 years old, and I've got his his childhood <laughs> junk laying around. I mean, I'm looking at, like, Legos and... God. Anyways, so yes... Uh, but uh, you know UNLV wearing the black hat against Calvin that would be great. You because no. you know the ACHA is going to root against. Oh well, I shouldn't say the ACHA. Teams within the ACHA are going to root against Calvin. No, oh, yes they are. Yeah, they don't want that late game. Yeah, yeah. So Calvin, remember, can't play games on Sunday uh, for uh, particular uh, purposes. So they've been if they're if they're fortunate to make it to Sunday, the ACHA has made accommodations to. Uh, you can either play the game at midnight or you can play in the very last d- game of the day. And they've chosen to play in the last game of the day. Mm. So I'm like, uh-huh. So it's not really about, you know, there's a little fudge factor going on here. Yeah. Not, not trying to disrespect yeah. anybody's religious beliefs, but I'm like, hmm, let's see here. Yeah, that's that's garbage in my opinion. Hey, speaking of garbage, it's Andrew. It's your favorite team, Ohio. Um, they would take on the winner of Purdue Northwest and Iowa State. Come on, Iowa State, baby. <laughs> Liberty would take on the winner of Mary versus Oswego State. Now, I do like the Mary-Liberty matchup. That's intriguing. That does. That is a little That is a little tasty, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, I like that one. And then Maryville would take on the winner of number nine, Niagara, and number 24, Indiana, Pennsylvania, IUP. Yeah, I think you got to pull for Niagara here. That's just me. You know what? Maybe it was IUP that was... Uh, uh, I forget. I think it was IUP that that uh, Illinois State was going to get in a fight with last year. Yeah, I thought it was Robert. I thought I could have swore it was Robert Morris. Maybe it was I Robert Morris. Eh, hey, you know what? That shows how great and crappy this podcast is. We don't even know who played nationals last year. <laughs> That's Jeez. right. What's our name? The the, the, yeah. the tasty thing that I like about that Maryville uh, potential matchup is the head coach for Maryville. La, he's he's like the. Um, Oh, I would say the Rona Barrett, but that dates me. Let's just say the Perez Hilton. The uh, <laughs> he 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 likes to make the rounds uh, among the ACHA coaches on the telephone, and one of his favorite uh, uh, subjects to talk to is the head coach of Niagara. So they're oh, like, really? yeah, you get two of those on two of those guys on the phone and just you know sock away the next three or four hours. Yeah, just sit back. Yeah, you just put it on mute and let them talk. Yeah, all um, right. But uh, so yeah, the uh, John Hogan versus Tom Meradian matchup, uh, Maryville Niagara. Boy, that would be kind of fun. Mm. So yeah, okay. Well, there you go. All right, um, I'm so f- let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. So Missouri State Arizona. That would be the the uh, sucky matchup because yes, it would. Yeah, the winner plays uh, UCO, and then we have Utah playing potentially Adrian. And then we have UNLV playing uh, potentially Calvin or Westchester. So I, I, I like the uh, I like the odds of at least two or three teams from the Western League making it to Sunday. Yeah, I, I think they. Uh, I think it's looking good. But this will all be turned on its head next week, so it's not going to matter, right? <laughs> yeah. So everything we just talked about it makes no sense whatsoever. Let's let's not worry about it. Oh, jeez. All right, here, hold on, Andrew. I'm going to play a horn. Ready? All right. Oh, didn't that sound great? Let's hear it again. <laughs> you know, there are goal horns out there that sound you know, like like the goal horn at the Montreal Forum or whatever it's called now at the Bell Center. Dated yourself there, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, that just I I can't stand that thing because it, it doesn't. It sounds like a, like a like a little bell whistle on a bike. Woo! <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even, I can't even get it. I'd probably, you know, if I were, if I were smart enough, I would get it up on YouTube, but, um, 
And, boy, that sounded bad, didn't it? First, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I just like that. That's a that's a nice throaty horn right there. That that means you just scored a goal. <laughs> you know. I got so many comments. <laughs> See, so much. it's 2024 and you're already in rare form there, Andrew. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I got so much for you. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Uh, hey, speaking of got so much for me, here we go. We got predictions coming up. Grand Canyon at Arizona State. Yeah, I, I, I was looking at this. I don't think you can go against Grand Canyon right now. Man, so you're, are you calling a, another GCU sp- uh, sweep or a split? I, I am. I'm calling a sweep. A sweep at the mullet. That's right. All right. All right. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, past past results are any indicator. I mean, they've won the last six games against ASU. That's just impressive. That's, yeah, that's until ASU proves us wrong, right? Here we go. Colorado uh, comes down to play Central Oklahoma at the Arctic Edge. Yeah, I've got to go all UCO on this one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, you would, you would. Number three versus what did we say Colorado was? Number thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would just kind of think that, right? Yeah, UCO got off to a hot start in this uh, semester here, so yeah, I don't see, I don't see that slowing down, right? Arctic Edge is going to be busy, busy, busy because Missouri State is coming down to play Oklahoma, so it's doubleheader WCHL hockey all weekend long at the Edge. Oh boy, Missouri State, Oklahoma. What do you think there, Andrew? They, uh, I'm going to go a split. Really? Okay. Uh, I'm going to split. A split. Well, you know what? We have uh, like 11 listeners, and they're mostly from uh, Springfield, Missouri. We have one listener in the in the Vatican. Um, <laughs> so uh, they'll. I think they'll probably take umbrage at the fact that you call this split. Um, I think good games ahead, but yeah, Missouri State. Missouri State swept OU up at the Jordan Valley Ice Park, and you're still you're saying okay, OU's going to get them for one. Yep, yeah. OU's playing decent. You know, they got some things figured out here. So, yeah, these, this should be a good weekend of games. All right, there you go. And then here's the the series that we talked about um, in terms of uh, we hope that CSU doesn't go lay an egg after coming off a good weekend. Colorado State travels to Oregon to take on the Ducks. Uh, the fighting Ducks. The uh, I hope they're still rock stars, and I hope Colorado State goes up there and pulls off the sweep. You would think that they would. You would you think, would, yeah. You would think, because it's not San Diego State, right? You don't have the beach and and everything else going on around you. It's it's Eugene, Oregon, and so. and you're ranked for the first time all season long. Yep. So uh, coming off a bit, you would think, yeah, this is if you're gonna make a move, now's the time to do it. Put your put your money where your mouth is and go win two hockey games, right? There you go. All right. So Andrew's official predictions: take him to Las Vegas, lay down some serious money, bet the house. Grand Canyon to sweep ASU, UCO to sweep Colorado, Colorado State to sweep Oregon, and Missouri State, Oklahoma to split their series at the Arctic Edge. Uh, Take it to the bank, baby. Take it to the bank. I love it. (laughs) All right, Andrew, this is the part of the podcast where we usually go off the rails. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If we haven't already gone off the rails already. (laughs) We we really have. This has gone by quickly. Um, What's uh, anything anything you want to talk about? Anything uh, that flips your lid here in 2024? They, uh, oh, you know, what what were we ranting about earlier before we got started? Uh, Light bulbs, right? Oh, incandescent. Yeah. Light incandescent bulbs. light bulbs yeah. you, know, you need a hot light bulb to keep pipes from freezing up and you can't find them because everything's led <laughs> yeah yeah oh god i had a garage door well i mean again first world problems okay i had to get my in in my 40 year old house i had to get my 30 year old uh i had to get my 40 year old garage door opener replaced oh boy and um, the the guy that came to install it right before Christmas says, "You just can't put any light bulb in there. Uh, you get, but you also just can't put. Uh, it's either going to be incandescent or it has to be a special kind of an LED light bulb." And I'm like, well, "Why is that?" And he goes, "Well, if you get a regular LED light bulb, it'll interfere with the signal, and you'll even be in your driveway and you won't be able to open up your garage door." And I said, "Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, huh?" And he says, "Yeah, well, they make special LED lights just for garage doors." I've never heard that. <laughs> hey, hey, all I know is I went to Ace Hardware looking for an incandescent light bulb. 
Yeah. And Miss Lightbulb at Ace Hardware says, oh, we don't make incandescent light bulbs anymore, but mm-hmm. I have a special garage door light bulb, LED, that will not interfere. It's It operates on a different frequency, so it will not interfere with your operations. I have never heard that before. <laughs> Andrew, never- I can open my garage door now from eight blocks away. <laughs> never- it's they, uh- insane. Now, the question is, did you get the garage door opener that works off of the app so you can open your garage door from anywhere in the world? Dang right I did. Ah, see? There you go. Smart man. I said, I said, uh, yeah, what is that? The MyQ app? The MyQ, yep. I'm, uh, I I said, I'm going to Italy probably again. You know, they're going to ask me back. The Pope is going to have me back for another visit. And for whatever reason, I might want to open my garage door while I'm there, by God. Yeah, I might want to make it look like my house is lived in. Yeah. 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 So you watch that stupid thing and they talk about how the deliver the UPS and the Amazon guy can come in and you can open your, you can be at work and open your garage door. So he sets your packages in the, uh, in the garage and then you can shut the garage door back down. <laughs> I'm like, really? Who the hell's doing that? You know, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah. One of my, uh, one of my, things that i do not like is um porch pirates yeah and so i i you know i'm fortunate that we're able to have everything uh, delivered to uh the office when we're you know when we're working um yep. and so uh i i don't i don't have anything delivered to the house when we're not there um so like if if we were to be home on the weekend i'll have it delivered here to that to the house right because then i they, know that it'll be there i'll be there they, yeah the the only the other thing i like about that garage door with the app is you know you, you get halfway to work and you're like damn did i did i close the garage door when i left today you know <laughs> and you, know, you just go to the app pull it up and it has your history oh door closed at 705 a.m this morning you know it's like ah there we go andrew i don't get to work i get like a block away from the house and i'm like did i close the door Usually, uh, yeah. usually I would turn right back around and go look at it, right? I'm usually pulling on my neighborhood, like, damn, did I close that? You uh-huh. know, and I'm looking like, oh, oh, yes, I did. Okay, good. Now I can just pull it right up there in the app. So, yeah, God, God. So, anyways, incandescent light bulbs, they no longer make them. Oh, how annoying. How annoying. Yeah. So, you had to get, but you had to get a heat lamp. I did. I did to keep, to keep the pipes going keep during the, this cold snap. Oh, my gosh. You know, right. we're in Oklahoma, we're in Oklahoma. We're not smart enough to build houses that won't freeze up in <laughs> in the what is this, the twenty first century or whatever that we're living in now. I love it that the how I mean, Andrew, you live in like one of the for people that are that are listening and they don't know, Andrew like lives in this exclusive gated community <laughs> yeah. that, of houses that are like built in the last five years, and they're these mega McMansion type things, <laughs> right? Because you know that's that's what you've got from your former Zamboni GM salary and now your Quinceanera scheduler salary. So you're, yeah. you're in this, you're in this exclusive, Richie rich, exclusive gated community <laughs> neighborhood. And, and the house, the, the little rinky dink starter house that I still live in, you know, 18 years later, or actually 30 years later, heck, uh, is, uh, is better built or more insulated than, than your, than <laughs> your mega that? mansion. Oh, how about that? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you what. Yeah, can't can't wait to sell it and, and move on to the next one. Oh, that's, that's for sure. Well, Andrew, um, uh, any, anything else uh, that, that that flips your lid? The uh, you know what? Other than the light bulbs pissing me off, that's about all that I had to rant about today. Andrew, I've been uh, I'm trying to wean myself off of Twitter because I'm you know don't want to get crazy, don't want to get political or anything, don't want to get uh, uh, too outrageous. But Twitter has just become, um, for me, it's almost darn near unusable. Uh, um, it's, it's junk for it's, the most part. It's ads. It's, um, there's, uh, you know, not that I'm against uh, seeing a naked lady every now and then, but I don't really want to see that all the time in my feed. Yep. Um, and so I, you know, I get these uh, uh, things that, that I don't necessarily uh, need to see. Uh, but I get ads for the stupidest of things too, you know, uh, sock warmers and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, Rubik's cubes and other, you know, drop ship type stuff. And, um, and, and, and yeah, then I get, at, you know, things for people that I don't even, I don't even follow somehow or another. They're, they're, they're junk ends up in my feed. Yep. 
So I'm trying to wean myself off of uh, the, the old Twitter machine. And I found myself on threads more and more. And we started up a, uh, a, uh, a threads um, account for ACHA men's division one scores because okay. really, you know, I, right now I, I, I don't necessarily use Twitter for my personal uh, stuff as much as I use it for, to post scores for the WCHL, for the MCH and also for ACHA uh, division one t- games, Brian, Mar- you know, b- peek behind the curtain. Brian Moran and I have the access to the ACHA men's D1 account, and Brian's usually the one that puts all the scores in. Uh, but then there are times when he's off watching, you know, Eddie Murphy, or uh, I guess nowadays he, he Brian likes to go to comedy shows. So maybe he's at a let's oh. say he's at a Cat Williams show, oh. and uh, Cat Williams is uh, entertaining all about uh, um, who knows whatever. And Brian can't he doesn't want to tweet from the uh, from the from the comedy show, so he asked me to do it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'll we'll put the scores in, but uh, I've got the the threads ACHA M one scores. It's on threads and. Uh, we fired it up with those two games that Minot State played in Colorado, and uh, yeah, we'll use that for the rest of the season. Now. So if you're on Twitter, you can still get the scores at ACHA Men's D1, but if you're uh, trying to wean yourself off of Twitter, since it's gotten kind of uh, unusable, uh, it's no longer the uh, information machine that it used to be, uh, we're, we're on threads now at ACHA M1 scores. The, uh, the, the problem I have with Twitter, and, and it's a lot of these social media sites, is you don't know what you can, when you read something, you don't know whether if it's the truth or whether it's just false crap that's thrown out there. You know what I mean? You used to be able to, but uh, since a certain somebody uh, took it over and unleashed the the reins and quit verifying real people, I mean, when you saw a blue check, you used to know that it was a real thing. It was a, a real newspaper or a real person. It wasn't or, or, or somebody important, you know, whether it's a celebrity or a reporter or the president or something like that. Now, it anybody who's got $8 a month to spend can get themselves a blue check and they can yeah, write whatever kind of garbage they want. Yeah, you know, like the the big thing that's been going on the past week or so, the, the Epstein garbage that they're talking about, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we're, the, the list is getting released. It's getting released. It's getting released. And then... All of a sudden it gets released and it's like, oh, you know, this guy and this guy and this guy and this person all is, is on it. And then you look up and it's, and you know, you're listening. I was listening to the radio the other day and you know, I'm, you're, I'm fumbling through it and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, like whatever. Right. And you know, you hear, uh, was it Trump's name in there? You hear, you hear all these wild names, right? That, oh, they're, they're definitely in the, on this paperwork and all this. And then it's like, you know, some people say, oh, no, these names aren't on here. And then it's like, you know, who do you believe? Who do you not believe? What do you, what do you it's like, why are we even doing this? You know, you know what I mean? It's a mess. You used to be able to rely on the, some of the news information that's out there. And now it's, it's, it's like trying to get your uh, medical uh, information or medical diagnoses off of Facebook. Yeah, it is. I, 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 I run into it, Andrew, because in my, in my day job, I do immigration work. Yep. And there are tons of people online, especially on Facebook, that offer up immigration advice. Oh, I can only imagine. And it's tough. And it's because you have, you know, every case is different and every person's situation is different. Yep. And we've got all these, I call them junior lawyers, that are all over Facebook. And, you know, heck, during the pandemic, we had junior scientists that are, you know, saying, take this horse pill. Um, yeah. As opposed to, you know, taking real medicine. Um, you know, uh, so any, anyways, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it, it's devolved and it's, it, it, anyways, it, it's sad. It's, fru- it's frustrating, right? It is because you, you have to, it's, it's not that you have to work, but you have to, you're questioning things more and, yeah, um, you shouldn't yeah, have to, you know, it's one of those things like I'm a busy individual, you know, a lot of us are busy, right? And, you know, if you want to take five minutes to sit down and you should be able to sit down, pull something up read what it has to say and not have to question like, Oh, is that real? Or is that false? You know what I'm saying? You yep. should be able, if you have that five minutes, you should be able to sit down, pull it up, believe what you've read. It should be the truth. No BS and, and go on about your way. Right. And you would think and that that is not with any of it, any Facebook, any of it. It's all, it's all garbage in my opinion. Well, we're on threads at ACHA M one scores. It's a little bit nicer. It's just, um, 
uh, well, it's, that's where you can find the M1 scores. And the Threads community is a little bit nicer, too. It's a little bit more, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's the best. It's not great. Um, I mean, it can, it can, there's a lot of room for improvement, but it's also a lot better than all the, uh, nut jobs whether they're left or right that are uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or or russian or chinese or who knows what they are on twitter yeah you know so um, anyways andrew we uh got to say congratulations to uh uco's head coach mike rivera and to the uco assistant coach brandon harley they had 100 career wins in that four to one game over iowa state how about that? That's impressive. Rivera and Harley are now 100 wins and 21 losses. That's a win percentage of 82.6 oh. since uh, Coach Rivera took over. Nothing to nothing to sneeze at, is it? No, nope. I got that sent to me from a uh, from the great communicator himself up in Michigan, and so uh, that's up on the ECHA website. So congratulations to uh, Coach Rivera and. Um, he, yeah. uh, he took the reins of that thing and didn't look back, did he? Yeah, you know what? I mean, give give him credit. He's uh, he's young and he's learning, and uh, he's done a heck of a job uh, for someone who is so young and still learning. Um, and he's very well respected in in the game. He's yeah, you're right. They haven't skipped a beat. You, no, you, not. Usually, when you have somebody who's uh, integral to your uh, program leave. Um, you know, the wheels kind of fall off the wagon and it did not happen with UCO. If anything, they, they, you know, went from fourth to fifth gear. Yeah. As I said, they picked up some steam. That's right. Yeah. Now, Hey, come on. Now let's also face facts, right? Under coach McAllister, UCO has got, uh, two, uh, uh, national championships. And, uh, so, you know, don't want to demean that at all because coach McAllister just killed it with, uh, with UCO. It's just coach Rivera hasn't, uh, there hasn't been any, uh, backsliding there. They're, they're still, nope. I mean, they're number three, and they're number three with a mean bullet. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, all right, Andrew. Anything else before we should uh, get out of here? They, uh, I think we have uh, beat it all up for the most part. And you, you scared me. You just really scared me just now with what you just said. I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> else. I was like, oh no. Here's Andrew and his double entendres. <laughs> yeah. So. No. No. We're. I think we got it covered. I think uh, I'm looking forward, even though it's going to be freezing, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some good friends from Missouri State when they come down to take on uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I understand that loyal listener 14 himself, Stan Melton, the general manager for, or the former general manager, and the founder of Missouri State Hockey will uh, be making a rare public appearance down here in the 405. So it'll be good to visit with uh, Mr. Melton. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. Looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing what, seeing what this weekend brings in terms of games, because now is the time for a lot of teams to make a jump. We just saw it with Colorado state. They jumped up 12 spots. If you're going to make a move for nationals, the sprint is on and I'd say January is it. You know, if you're, if you're in take care of business, if you're Colorado state and Oklahoma right there on the fringe, you know, Put your nose to the grindstone and, uh, you know, take care of business like what you said and and move yourself up where you don't have to worry about the auto bids knocking you out, right? There you go. I, I told – we had a – Andrew, we had – to that end, we had a meeting, a Zoom meeting over the weekend with the conference coaches both in the WCHL and the MCH. And I told them, if you want to guarantee your spot at Nationals, you got to be 18 or better. Yep. We're probably going to have three auto bids uh, for sure from the crappy Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, and New York leagues. So 22, 23, and 24 are going to be eaten up by those auto bids. And then we have three other conferences. There are eight conferences in, um, in men's division um, in men's division one. Th- six of those eight award their auto bid to conference playoff winners. Well, we've already got three that are outside potentially outside the top 24. So the other three are uh, the Great Lakes League, my uh, my other conference, MCH, and then the, who am I thinking of? Oh, the WAC. Those three, if you're in spots 19, 20, and 21, you'll be scoreboard watching during that very last weekend to make sure nothing funky goes on in those playoffs. You're hoping like a Mary or a Jamestown or an Illinois State wins. Uh, the MCH and not a Waldorf or a Midland who's going to, you know, take up an auto bid and eat up a spot. Yes. 
So, uh, yeah, 18 or better guarantees you a spot. So, yeah, Colorado State, Oklahoma, they've got some work to do. Uh, Missouri State's got some work to do. Yes, uh, they do. To get up over that 18 threshold and, uh, you know, guarantee themselves a spot at Nationals. It's the time to make it happen, right? I'm looking forward to it. Hard to believe five <laughs> or six weeks. And I mean, Andrew, that in two months we're going to be we're, we're going to be at Nationals at the Centene Community Ice Center watching yeah, it, games. It's not far off, is it? We've already had a couple of meetings regarding uh, planning for Nationals. That's insane. It is right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. All right, Andrew, let's get the heck out of here. We let's want to, do it. Andrew. Thanks for for agreeing to come back and gracing <laughs> yeah. us with your presence in 2024. Oh yeah. Yeah, thanks for uh, tearing yourself away from young Ma- Master Oliver. We hope he's okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's... We hope mom and, and, and big sister are okay as well. Yeah, there. everybody's doing good. Good. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, you, the listener to this uh, uh, podcast, we, you know, I bag on it. I call it all sorts of things. My wife tells me I shouldn't do that. Um, but listen, we really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to Andrew and it means a lot to the kids that play in the ACHA and the WCHL. Uh, give us a five-star rating, thumbs up, whatever it is that you can do to, to help us out. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell your enemy, just tell somebody about the podcast and hopefully they'll enjoy it. Follow us online at uh, westernchl.com on Twitter. Even though we just went on for about 10 minutes about how it's dying, the scores <laughs> on Twitter are at westernchl, and this podcast is on Twitter at wchlpod. Probably uh, move those over to threads here, uh, maybe over the uh, off season. And then, uh, Andrew, you're still on Twitter at StickfordAM. I am on Twitter, but I'm also on threads at CJP in OKLA. So, uh, I'm probably going to hang out more in the threads than anything else these days. There you go. In the interim, Andrew, let's get the heck out of here. I'm going to hit a button and shut up. Let's do it. Let's get out of here, everybody. Have fun this weekend. Watch some great college hockey. Stay warm out there and take care of each other. We'll catch you on the flip side.